0: Welcome to Mic Drop Events, where we help you create events that people love. We believe that boring is brutal, Quality is crucial, and remarkable events will take your business to the next level. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Mic Drop Events. This is Sean Specie, and this is topic has been fresh on my mind because literally earlier today, standing right here in this very spot, I was able to help lead our team as well as two other teams who are planning and producing a virtual summit just in two days' time. And I was thinking about How not to overthink planning the event. And so this planning process is something that people have been asking a lot of questions about. And I know on an earlier podcast, Billy and myself were kind of talking about planning and preparing and how much time do you actually need to plan and prepare for your event? Well, we answered that in that podcast. So if you uh, either if you're watching this online or if you're listening to the audio version of this on the podcast, you can go back and check out the previous episode where Billy and I were there together because we talked about the different timeframes and different things. But once you have your time frame nailed down and you say, okay, I've got X number of days or X number of weeks or however long that is for you planning your event, what does it look like to actually go through the stages? Because even like, let's say, for example, you have 60 days. Well, what do you need to be doing during those 60 days? How often do you need to be meeting? Those kinds of things. So I've actually got a LinkedIn post that I wrote just this morning um, at the time of recording this. And in this LinkedIn post, I broke it down, the planning process, into four simple steps, four simple stages. And these are four things that you should be doing to plan for your event. Now, the reason why I wrote this is because I feel like sometimes we just tend to overthink things. And I really believe that there is a lot of value in simplicity. And in, imagine, for example, you walk into a Panera. I love Panera. Don't get me wrong. I love it. Their food is so good. But sometimes the menu can be a little bit overwhelming because they have these boards that are like three feet tall. And there's, I don't know, 35 different things per board. And then you've got all many of these different options for the ways so you can have them. And it's just a little bit crazy, but imagine walking in instead to a, if you're in the East Coast or maybe in the Southeast, maybe it's the equivalent of a Raisin Cane's, which is an amazing chicken place, but they've only got four combos available. You can get a number one, a number two, a number three, or number four, or on the West Coast, if you're listening to this, in an out Burger, right? Now, of course, they have the secret menu, but they have a specific way of doing business which is keeping it simple and so these are the four things that you should be doing leading up to your event planning for your event because these are the things that we are doing and we're seeing a lot of success for them so number one is the pre-event meetings now, in this LinkedIn post, I'm a firm believer in either doing a pre-event meeting leading up. And this again depends upon your event, how complicated it's going to be. But at least, like, let's say for example, you've got one six weeks away, you should be doing pre-event meetings. And and even like if you go further out, you should be doing pre-event meetings bi-weekly. So that means once every other week. I think that's what that means. Is that right? If, it's, if I'm not right, drop in the comments of this YouTube video, but I'm bi-weekly. What I mean by that is every other week and then, or doing them weekly meetings. So not necessarily twice a week, but I'm talking about weekly meetings or every other week meetings and in these meetings you can if you've divided out responsibility between other uh, people maybe they're volunteers or maybe they're team members of yours you should be dividing out the responsibility and meeting with those heads of the call them a different department and you're getting updates from them as to hey last week you said that you're going to do this did you do it give me an update on how it's going and then what are you going to do this week and kind of, it's a basically helps pe- hold people accountable. So that's what you one thing you should be doing. And then the other thing you should be doing is constantly updating on your event staff. Your two different audiences, your event staff. And your event attendees. So what are you doing for your attendees? And what are you doing for your staff? What are you doing for your attendees? What are you doing for your staff? So for your attendees, it can be the registration page. It could be the welcome packet, whatever that looks like for you. So what are you doing for the attendees? And then what are you doing for your staff? What are you going to do to show appreciation after the event ends? Have you taken care of their catering order for what they need during the event? Things like that. Now, that's number one is the pre-event meetings, either uh, weekly or at, at least um, every other week. And then the second thing you should be doing is running through your agenda regularly leading up to the event. So, these again, these are four things you need to be doing leading up to your event to help plan for it. Going through the agenda, go over it, re-go over it, go over it again. Now, just earlier today, I told you I was helping these uh, three different groups. It's us with two, other, two different groups. We are going through this together, planning for a digital summit that's taking place two days from this time of this recording. And in the beginning of the meeting, here's literally how the meeting flowed. We got on the platform. We had cameras on, microphones on, and we did introductions because this is the first time that some of the people had ever in- interact with each other. And then we went through the agenda. We had Everybody had read through the agenda, but... We went through the agenda again, and there were still some small changes that need to happen. And then after that, we went through, and we did the run through for all of the slides and the introductions and the transitions and the phrases and all those kinds of things. The third thing you need to be doing is exactly what I just mentioned is a rehearsal. Okay. So the first thing is your pre-event meetings. The second thing that you need to be doing is running through the agenda. And then the third thing is your rehearsal. Okay. So now in this rehearsal, you can do it one of two ways. You can do a production style rehearsal, or you can do it what some what some people call it as a cue to cue. Now, a cue is uh, imagine you're in like a TV show audience, and imagine it's uh, Steve Harvey, and he comes out and he gets the cue from someone that says that he's alive, right? So, a cue is when you're telling someone that they are ready to go. So if you're doing a cue to cue type of um, run through uh, for your event, maybe you've never heard this term before, you're literally going from beginning to end, and it's every single this person is being introduced to this person, and the producer is telling, hey, we're going to be on camera one, or whatever that looks like, right? So or you're doing a rehearsal, maybe it's uh, a rehearsal where you're just doing with the production team. So these kinds of rehearsals, you can do multiple times. You can do it with different groups. Eventually, you want to have a full dress rehearsal where you've got everybody in place. They're all good to go. They know where they need to log in or they know where they need to stand. It depends upon your type of event, but that is definitely something that's important. And then the very last thing that you should be doing before your event is you need to be doing your day of or day before Event preparation. That means collecting all of the materials, getting them in place, making sure that if you're doing a a digital event, an online event, you're logging into the actual platform are you giving the web browser permission for your camera and your microphone? You're testing those out. You're getting someone to log in and they're listening to the audio or they're standing. If you're doing it an in-person conference, they might be standing at the back of the room, listening to the music, watching the videos, hearing the people talk on the microphone. So you need to do all of these types of preparation really leading up to it. So those four things, if you do those four things, I guarantee you're going to have a successful event. Now, of course, there's a lot that goes into each one, but we don't need to overcomplicate and overthink of it. We can just say, hey, this goes under the day of or week of, whatever you want to call it, the the right-before-the-event-happens preparation, or that is going to be under a rehearsal. So we can simplify it for ourselves so that we don't get lost in the weeds, which we can sometimes do because events are really sometimes, they can be complicated. You can have multiple breakout rooms happening at the same time. They all need to be streamed to the same place or need to have the audience move from this location in the ballroom to this location over here. There's a bunch of different things that you can do, but let's not overcomplicate it. Boil it down, put it into simple steps or simple buckets So that we can say, hey, this is going to be classified as a rehearsal, or this is going to be classified as a let's go through the agenda meeting. So y'all, these are some really practical things that we should be doing as event planners. And if you're listening to this, and you're not an everyday event person, maybe you plan one to two events a year. There's small things like this that we're sharing on our YouTube video and on podcasts. So be sure if you're watching this online, subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're listening to this on Apple or on Spotify, click that follow button and we would love it if you left us a rating. Um, Obviously, we would love five stars, but whatever you feel comfortable with would be incredible. So this was fun. My name is Sean Specy. I'm the Chief Strategy Officer here at Elevate. I'm also an MC, an event producer, an event planner at Elevate. I don't know if you've ever felt like this. We wear many hats because we're doing many different jobs because we are a small company. But well, I hope that this helps you take everything that you know about events and classify it into simple event planning buckets. And so thank you guys so much. And we will see you in another episode.